Join us for Captain's Campaign for Cures. If you plan to attend Vive or Hims this year, get a photo with Captain, our lovable service dog, and we will donate to Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation to find cures for childhood cancer. For every person in the photo, we will donate $1 to Alex's Lemonade Stand. All you have to do is find Captain, grab your friends, take a picture, share it on social media, and put the hashtag Captain Lemonade or This Week Health, and we will make that donation for every person who's in that picture. Our thanks to SureTest and CTG for helping us to end childhood cancer. Today in Health IT, Help Wanted, no degree necessary. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system, creator of This Week Health, set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders. SureTest and Artisite, two great companies. Check them out, thisweekhealth.com slash today. Having a child with cancer, one of the most painful and difficult situations a family can face. In 23, to celebrate five years at This Week Health, we're working to give back. We are partnering with Alex's Lemonade Stand all year long, and we have a goal to raise $50,000. And as you know, we are up real close to $40,000. We would love to have you join us. Hit our website, top banner. You're going to see a logo for the lemonade stand. Click on that to give today. We believe in the generosity of our community, and we thank you in advance. All right. Interesting story today. Wall Street Journal. Georgia and Florida remove an outdated obstacle to employment in state government. You have help wanted, no degree necessary. And by the way, they're not the only two states. I'll get to that in a minute. The door of opportunity has opened a little wider in Georgia. This is from the article in Georgia and Florida. They are the latest states to remove an unnecessary barrier to state jobs. Government employers can now hire any worker with the skills necessary to do a particular job, regardless of whether he or she has a degree. Governor Brian Kemp signed Georgia's bill into law. April 27th, Governor Ron DeSantis signed Florida's on Friday. In the past year, governors in Colorado... Maryland, Jersey, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, Utah, Virginia have taken executive action to filter prospective employees by skills, not degrees. This reform opens paths to opportunities and helps states fill jobs. The problem of degree inflation is partially to blame for a workforce shortage in state government. Employers have for many decades used the college degree to screen candidates, even when the degree has no relevance to the job in question. Before Maryland's reform in 2022, Governor Larry Hogan's team found that highly skilled military veterans were denied information technology jobs with the state because they didn't have a college degree. Removing unnecessary barriers to employment and shifting to skills-based hiring helps qualified workers gain access to jobs for which they wouldn't otherwise be considered. And it goes on and talks about some more stuff around that. This is an interesting article to me. And I think it's a push <clears throat> that we've seen in health IT recently, at least over the last year, as we have struggled to find people in cybersecurity jobs and other areas. I think a lot of the CIOs are lifting this artificial barrier to hiring. In fact, at a recent 229 event, one of the CIOs highlighted their hiring practices in terms of their ability to deliver on the operational excellence that the organization was looking for. They specifically had partnered with a local college 
and they were taking students in who had no healthcare background and they were training them up. And so they have a very strong training program internally and they take on any number of, uh, interns is the wrong word, but they take on any number of new hires every year and they train them. They will train them on the EHR platform. They will train them on analytics. They will train them on various things. They partner them up with a mentor and they move them along. I mentioned that to say, while it's easy to just look at this and adopt this because it has benefits from a financial standpoint, let's let's be honest. I mean, because of the, the rise in the cost of education, people coming out of colleges require more money. They just absolutely do. I mean, when you're talking 30, 40, 50, 60, $70,000 a year for a four-year degree, you're talking people who are now sitting in debt to the tune of, you know, $280,000 or, or, you know, maybe a little less than that. Maybe they had to pay some of the money. Maybe they got some, some help, but regardless, they have a, a small mortgage for their education. Therefore, they require higher wages. And the reality is when they come out of college, they're not trained on the EHR, the analytics platform, or anything else that has to do with healthcare. We bring them in and we put them through a training program of some kind. So the question that begs to be asked and answered is, can we do that same thing with people who are coming out of the military? Can we do that same thing with people who have tech degrees, but not necessarily, or associate's degrees, but not necessarily full-blown college degrees? Do we have to go searching at uh, major colleges and universities with names associated with them? What are we actually looking for? And can the job be done with somebody that we are going to build up and train internally? And I believe the answer to that more and more is yes, we, we can. Not only can we train people, we are already training people. And then the question becomes, can we do that with people who have not gone to college? I think the other thing that this has been raised as an issue by the diversity, equity, and inclusion people within health systems who are essentially saying, look, there are groups of people within our communities that have been blocked out from getting college degrees. They just can't afford them. They can't get into that pipeline and get a college degree. However, they would be great workers if we could bring them along. And by taking that requirement, and it's it's amazing to me, it's worth a quick look at your job descriptions to see how many of them say college degree required. We changed a majority of our job descriptions at St. Joseph Health, and this was almost a decade ago, to college degree preferred so that we could evaluate candidates based on their ability to do the job and not be boxed in by an artificial requirement that doesn't necessarily tell us if they can or cannot do the job. Now, with that being said, if you're going to embark on this, and I encourage you to embark on this, The challenge becomes, how do you make sure you hire people that have the aptitude to succeed? This is where the interview process becomes so key. And this is one of the things we had to do at St. Joe's was we revamped our interview process within IT. We were doing 
the goofiest interviews I could even imagine. We were doing a lot of group interviews. We were doing a lot of group interviews where people were like on their phones. They weren't even listening. They weren't asking questions. And so we standardized that whole process. We worked with HR and we worked with legal to make sure that we were doing it correctly. And we uh, revamped our entire interview process. We made sure that we had not only a skills-based interview process and a culture-based interview process, but also an aptitude-based interview process. Were we hiring people that had the ability to learn, that had the right drive or work ethic that were, was going to be required for them to excel in the environment that we were placing them in? Communication was so important, but also when you think about it, one of the things we're taking off by saying college degree preferred instead of required is if they have gotten their college degree, they have proven an aptitude for learning. And so how do you identify those people who have an aptitude for learning but have not gotten a college degree? And you have to incorporate that into the interview process. You want people who can learn, who want to learn, who have a desire to learn, who have a desire to grow, and who are, you know, to a certain extent, ambitious in their learning. They, they can't read enough. They, they've got to consume more things. They're excited when they learn a new skill or a new uh, approach or those kind of things. So anyway, I saw this article this morning. The article is Help Wanted, No Degree Necessary. Wall Street Journal, June 19th. Stacy Gruber, Jonathan Wilson wrote the article. I think it's worth considering. I've talked about this topic before. It, it struck me as I was reading the article this morning that the, the CIOs had a, a really interesting conversation around this at the last 229 event. And it was, it, it's, it, it's interesting to be able to hire from your community, create some, some interesting dynamics. And one of the CIOs was talking about the fact that they hire from their community. And what they found is there's more stickiness to those employees. They aren't readily leaving and moving on because there's stickiness in that community. Meaning that people like to live in that community. It's where their family's from. It's they, So they have family ties there holding them in. They have uh, a bunch of community ties holding them in. So you don't have to create all of that stuff within your health system, you could actually rely on the uh, community at large. You might as well take advantage of some of the benefits of the communities that you're serving. So I guess the takeaway is consider looking at your jobs, just doing a, a quick review of your job descriptions, see if they say college required or college preferred, and ask yourself the question, is it really required? I will say that it's interesting to me, one of my best VPs was someone who I hired without a college degree and he excelled, absolutely excelled. In fact, as a CIO today of a major institution without a college degree. And I know that a lot of people might recoil from that and you might ask yourself, why are you recoiling from that? This is a person who has demonstrated ability to function at a very high level at the VP ranks to the point where they were promoted to a CIO role. And they're now doing the CIO role at what I would consider a very high level as well. And so it's, you know, if somebody can do the job, if they have a propensity for an, an ambition 
to do the role and to do it well and to work really hard in the role and continue to excel in that role, then by all means, let's let them do the role. All right, that's all for today. If you know someone that might benefit from our channel, you know what to do. Send them a note. Tell them I'm listening to the This Week Health, the Today Show, and they can subscribe wherever they listen to podcasts. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, SureTest and Artisite. Check them out, thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.